0: A Columbus judge rules that cities in Ohio have a right to collect income taxes from people who neither live in nor work in those cities. The Black Legislative Caucus in Columbus opposes a Republican move to change the rules that voters adopted to reduce gerrymandering. And Ohio legislators are complaining about e-check again. It's the Wake Up Morning News briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, April 29th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Somehow, a Franklin County judge has decided that a city where you don't work and don't live has the right to collect income taxes from you in one of the most unexpected rulings to come along in a while. It will be appealed. Judge Carl Aveny dismissed a case that sought to declare illegal the taxing by cities and villages of people who aren't currently working or living in those places during the pandemic. The allowance was made as part part of a wide-ranging pandemic law approved by the Ohio legislature early last year and signed by Governor Mike DeWine. During the governor's emergency order, people working at home as a result of the coronavirus, away from their normal work city, are still taxed where they were working beforehand. Judge Avani said in his ruling that the General Assembly enjoys the authority to establish municipal income allocation rules among tax authorities in order to efficiently and uniformly coordinate intrastate taxation. Robert Alt, president of the Buckeye Institute, disagreed, noting that the Ohio Supreme Court has been clear cities lack authority to tax people who don't work or live there. This fight is far from over. If you are suspicious of a Republican move to change the voter-approved rules aimed at reducing Ohio gerrymandering, you're not alone. The Black Legislative Caucus is worried about a proposal to ask voters to change the timing required in the state constitution for redrawing legislative districts. Because the census is late, Republican lawmakers want voters to condense the schedule. But Republicans are the ones who created gerrymandering so the trust is lacking. The caucus says voters spoke loudly and clearly that they expect their voices to be heard in the redrawing of districts, so there must be ample time for public testimony. The caucus also questions the need for changing the state constitution to deal with the census issue, especially without bipartisan support. Last time around, Republicans gathered secretly in a hotel room to draw the lines that gave us what we have today. For at least the third time in recent years, some Ohio legislators have proposed a resolution to call on the federal government to abolish Echeck, in which Northeast Ohioans have to have their emissions tested every two years on their cars. Ohio long ago made the process, which once cost $20, free. But legislators believe it is no longer needed. The EPA compelled the region to use eCheck to battle air quality issues. In 2015, the EPA stood by keeping the system when air quality standards were again toughened. A trade group for the oil and gas industry gave almost $1.5 million to a pair of dark money groups that were trying to block the original passage of House Bill 6, which we now know was adopted in a $60 million bribery scheme paid for by First Energy Corporation. Public records show that back in 2019, when former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder was working to get the bill passed with all of that bribe money, the American Patrol the Institute gave $975,000 to Ohioans against nuke bailouts and $500,000 to Ohioans against corporate bailouts, according to 2020 tax returns. The tax records confirm what was generally suspected. Industry competitors to the two nuclear plants that benefited from HB6 helped finance the deep-pocketed campaign to repeal the bill. The groups also paid for $4.9 million in TV and radio ads while the legislature considered passing HB 6. Ohio State University and fashion designer Mark Jacobs have, at least for now, resolved an odd debate. Who can trademark the word the? Ohio's flagship university and the fashion company have agreed to allow each other to continue using that article of speech on their articles of clothing and apparel, at least until the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office issues a ruling on the matter. However, the school still hasn't achieved its goal of convincing federal officials to grant it a trademark for the word. For decades, OSU students, alumni, and fans have emphasized the the in The Ohio University, the school's formal name. The word has appeared by itself on licensed university merchandise since 2005. But in 2018, Marc Jacobs launched a new line of apparel and accessories called The Marc Jacobs, using the word the as part of the brand. Sometimes these products featured the word the on them with no other context. Ohio State applied to trademark the in August of 2019, but the U.S. Patent Office denied the request because Mark Jacobs submitted its application for the trademark three months earlier. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.